This podcast is brought to you by Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, save, and invest. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and your people. So in the spirit of effortless finance maintenance, here's how Chris Black is connected with his people. Jason, down here in Atlanta, I've linked up with a new tennis coach, and he's wearing my little ass out on the courts uh, multiple times per week. How's the tennis, though? The tennis is great. No, the tennis is great. Yeah, he's, he's blowing my back out in more ways than one. Understood. You know, I thought maybe my stature as like a kind of returning king to my hometown, I thought maybe this was going to be gratis. That isn't the case, and I was asked to pay for these services. So you had to support a small business? You know, whether you're sharing a perfect day with friends or sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, let's not do that, and gifting uh, with the number one finance app in the App Store, that's money, baby. That's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to add your cash tag to the 80 million and counting. Hello, gone is here. What's up, guys? Um, I'm Jason. That's Chris Black. Mm-hmm. I'm in LA, and he's I don't know where America's heartland or whatever. No. Shout out to all the Arsenal fans. Shout out to all the Man City fans up early with us this morning. Uh, no, I'm I'm coming th- to you not from America's heartland, but from America's number one tax shelter, the home of President Sleepy Joe Biden, beautiful Wilmington, Delaware. A place that I've never been before, but many of our favorite American corporations, banks, investment opportunities, uh, and the DuPont family have chose to reside here because of its uh, tax status. Okay, and that's why that's why that's why Biden was born there. He knew he had the presence of mind. Yeah, he's like we uh, we need food, water, and shelter, and and he exactly the only kind of shelter I'm looking for is a tax one at this stage. Oh, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. but Delaware, I have to say, never been here before tiny little state isn't it absolutely beautiful honestly it's we're the st- audi tt of states it is we're staying in a in a beautiful tiny 15 room hotel called the fairville inn over here love that ai generated hotel name it's like well no because if you drive five minutes either way you're in a different state mm-hmm. so like you'll be in you're in delaware then you're in pennsylvania then you're in damn new jersey i could not imagine that yeah the next closest state from from my house We'll take a fortnight. No, I know. So it's been an interesting. It's been. It was a, of course, a journey to get here. I had to fly into the disgusting Philadelphia airport, um, one of the worst airports in America, and uh, we had another rental car snafu. Um, <laughs> much like, much like the, much like the original. So basically, what I've learned, and, and and I'm sure the listeners will agree, especially the ones that are that are on the the east coast of the United States. That traveling on the weekends during football season is something that maybe you shouldn't do. Mm. Yesterday on the flight from Atlanta to Philadelphia, I would say more than half of the flight was wearing Eagles merchandise. And at one point, a large lesbian woman boarded the plane. Mm -hmm. And as she, her and her partner, as they were boarding, were yelling loudly about how Philadelphia was going to win and making fun of uh, the the people dressed in the opponent's. (laughs) merchandise like loud like loud enough where people thought it was like funny and like engaging with each other and talking about right right know, right specific players and obviously that's my personal hell so it was so it had like the the energy of like a tailgate party rival schools battling out together but this is just sunday people trying to fly to their house and now it's turned into sort of like a jail 
jail-like scenario. My blood was boiling. Luckily, I was able to let it go. And then, of course, the people in front of us were talking the entire flight about the Auburn game uh, as well. And, and the woman who was, you know, too excited, I would say, she was basically jumping up and down in her seat at every every play, um, which was kind of hard. It, it was just, it's been a tough... Like like the way, like when you put uh, the, I, the iPad in front of your two-year-old and yeah, then they get to yes. watch the show that they want. That's kind of the happy yeah, exactly. dance that they do, a series of grunts and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of upper body movement while the lower body is secured to this the Delta seat with the seat belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just like baby in the little stroller. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. He's but loving yeah. it. He's having a good time, but he, don't worry. He won't go anywhere. He's, he's in not the, going to fall snug. over. He's going to be fine. Okay, so I think I... I think we have maybe invented your, you know, your next career path, Chris. And and I think, you know, necessity is the mother of invention Mm -hmm. and mother I've just invented. You know, you, you, you love travel and flights, airlines, all that stuff. I liked, I liked it more two years ago, but yeah, I like it. Right. So you've, you've noticed that maybe the airline industry needs a change. I don't want to use the word disruption. I don't like the D word, but I might have I to throw it out. I mean, it feels it feels like it feels like they are ripe for they are ripe for that. Okay, so we need we need to maybe re-democratize flight. Flight has turned into it's too Republican. It's gone too red. So we need to create a liberal and gay friendly airline, and you're just the person to do it. This is not a bad Somebody idea. Somebody who is a fake liberal and a fake gay person. Exactly. This is so perfect for you. I mean, basically, just there's no sports. There's no. So, like, when yeah. you go to the club and it's like no jerseys, no team stuff, no flip flops, you know, no tank tops. There's no beer. I would say collared shirts for men, mandatory. Okay. Uh, no flip-flops, no uh, athletic gear, uh, no hats, mm-hmm. no going to the bathroom with socks on. <laughs> if you use a device of any kind without headphones, you're removed from the plane, even if we're in flight. So you kind of just have okay, to jump. So we'll give you a parachute, but it's on you. If you get caught using the JBL or the Beats pill... Here's your parachute. Yeah. We wish you the best of luck over New Jersey. But also the entertainment could the entertainment no Oh, the entertainment is where we come alive. It's sex in the city. Only. It's crazy rich Asians available in every language. What if it's what if it's just a sex in the city channel where you can you can kind of <laughs> there's there's every everything is available, every season, every movie, even the DVD extras. Yeah, you want to do Sudoku, it's all sex in the city themed. <laughs> Yes, exact yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wordle is hosted by Jonathan from Queer Eye. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good idea. So I think that like not a gay airline, but just an airline. It's an airline for civilized people. Yes. But it does lean a little gay. Yeah. And I think the beverage selection could be a little higher end. Of course, um, there could be, you know, let's bring it back to the old days of flying where people got dressed up where maybe you could get a martini in first class shaken in a proper glass. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would like my coffee to be at least fourth wave or better. I don't want any more of this. Oh, yeah. This Starbucks Keurig crap, you know, kind of polluting my gullet. And od- oddly enough, nothing gayer than a John and Vinny's sugar cookie. That's uh, true. But we, That's we true. are going to have to remove that. That's unfortunately. Yeah. And I think all this. Now that I think of it, all the snacks must be low calorie organic, of course, locally sourced. And I think that a partnership with maybe like a high end but small local grocer could kind of help that, yeah. you know, get us a better deal. And then also the flight attendants and pilots all have to be New York eights or above. <laughs> New York eights, of course, Tom Brown does the outfitting uh, for our flight attendants. No question. Yeah, no question. No, yeah. this is, I mean, and I think because I don't want to discriminate 
to uh, any other people. If if you're a sports fan who's straight and none of this sounds good to you, you can still buy a ticket and come on the plane. You just have to abide by the rules. Yeah, of course. And, you yeah, know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you might, when you try these uh, red bottoms on, you might like how they feel, sir. And if you do, if you do try to board the plane, you know, with an Arizona Cardinals t-shirt on, you will be tackled and kind of removed <laughs> like by the ATF the way that an unruly passenger would be because the rules are clearly stated on the website, obviously in the terms and conditions. If you kind of read the fine print, it's very clear mm-hmm. who can board and who can't. And I just want to make that, I just want to make that abundant. Yeah. We won't ask you to leave. You will be lefted. You, yeah, you, you know, the same way that, the same way that Epstein was suicided, you will be <laughs> yeah, exactly. lefted. But I, I think that also, you know, we're still working on some of that branding. Delta has done a pretty good job with their apothecary program. Um, and mm. it's, it's, you know, it's fine. It's better than you expect. But I think we could work much like a, much like a high-end hotel we could work with a partner get some get an exclusive you know kind of chris black airlines scent program <laughs> because obviously the, the first the first this is an international airline jason right. and that the kind of uh amenity kit you receive it when you're flying first class you know an overnight long haul yeah uh, transatlantic would have to would have to be only the finest products like i, I don't know my last actually my last flight when i came back from italy we had the we had the the ferragamo fair trade leather leather sack with the marvis toothpaste inside it was a nice touch. yeah we need we need marvis the toothbrush but we have to do better well the toothbrush is going to be plastic non-biodegradable first and foremost <laughs> that's another thing about this era it's it's it, it is it is kind of financially insensitive but it's also not participating in this kind of sustainability trend at, at chris air sustainability is not at the forefront of our priorities no i mean we're going to recycle and shit but i'm not going to give you bad product just because it's sustainable mm. that's all i'm saying you know i'm not going to sacrifice quality you're not you're not going to prioritize no if it gets in the way of the, quality the plate is going to be fine china and it is going to be you know it's not going to be bamboo that, that's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that <laughs> the other thing is the other thing on, on, on Chris air, absolutely no hot food is served no matter how <laughs> long the flight is because the smell is so atrocious and offensive to the noses of all these like fine high paying customers. Okay. So we're going to out, outlaw all hot food. No hot foods. When you, when you sit in, is, is there, is there coach or is it all? You know, like when you go to a restaurant, oh, no, no, no. Special, I, I, everything on the menu is special, honey. You no, you know how I you know I love a class system, Jason. So of you course, love a class system, okay? No, no, I think it'll just be a class. But I, I would prefer no none of that middle ground that we're suffering with now, where you're paying a premium for a middling experience. We're going first class, coach, no in between, no no comfort plus. We're gonna have comfort or plus, not both. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I think that the, I think the comfort plus tier. Which has been developed for basically exactly you and I, upper middle mm-hmm. class people who want want first class all the time, but but know that it's irresponsible to spend that kind of money. It's, it's the Volkswagen Passat of seats. Yeah, it's 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 fake. It's fake luxury. How is it? It's fine. It's fine. Exactly. It's all Chris Air is going to outlaw faux luxury. We're giving you only the hard, real mm-hmm. shit, uncut. And I think that because of that, removing removing the Comfort Plus, removing the business, it's either it's either a five gallon bucket or a pod. That's that's all we're gonna give you, mm-hmm. um, and and I think we yeah. get to pass on that savings to both both parties in our class system. Both, ex- no, hundred percent. And I would also like to, everyone wins. I would also like to discuss kind of the bathroom um, arrangement. Oh, okay, the arrangement. And I I hate to do this, um, but it's gonna be urinals only. This is this is Larry David style. I, yeah, I just I you can't give the uh, a, a man mm-hmm. an opportunity. 
to to do business yeah. uh, of that sort on the plane. And the only way to do that, but that does obviously complicate things for our, our female passengers, and that's something we're going to kind of figure out with the board before we launch. I think I think Larry had it figured out where it's the urinals. If if a if a a person who identifies as a squat pisser, yeah, wants to use it. There's a there's sort of like some guardrails that come down like when you're riding uh uh you know a ride at Six Flags or, right. or Great okay. America or whatever those the, it comes down gives you something to grab onto as you sort of straddle that urinal Bill Murray style you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah I do know what you mean that's a good <laughs> that's a good fix I think all in all this is coming together and I also kind of want to get back to like the you know. Back in the day when you would fly Virgin to London, mm-hmm. you know, upper class at Virgin had like a proper bar with stools oh, that you yeah. could sit in. That we're going to reintroduce that, and there's going to be kind of a Tom Cruise style bartender. Oh, cocktail! It's so so the Virgin America or the Virgin Atlantic, the bar was maybe it was giving a little too much Austin Powers, very too which much. Is cute for for 2003, but we need to move on from that. We're moving on, and we need to get into in, into more of a mixology, but. Back in back when mixology was was just what pairs well with cocaine. Yeah, exactly. So and and, I, and not like I've been pickling my rosemary all winter, and I want want to try it out in this old fashioned. Also, if you read the fine print, all drugs are legal on Chris Air, and because <laughs> because we're kind of look if you if you can get them on, we're gonna let you do them. That's kind of our rule. <laughs> if you can get you know because if if you're in the if you're in the air, you know if you're in the air, anything goes. So my thought is, you know, if you can get them through security, <laughs> that's on you. But once you're on Chris Air, I want you to be yourself. You know, if you if you know if you guys need to have sex in the bathroom, that's fine. <laughs> need to do some coke, that's fine. I want you to be yourself. I identify as a fentanyl addict. All right, do you play? I don't want you to smoke necessarily because that could. But vaping is fine. Um, edibles, of course, are acceptable. And and wow. co- you know, cocaine, heroin, pills. Those are quiet drugs. My constituents did not expect you to say vaping was fine. This is this is a whole. This is a new regime. I like this. I'm ready to. I'm ready to take this business plan to the top. And I think you know Richard Branson's on his island. You know, kind of letting Virgin flail. And I think there is mm-hmm. kind of a, a place for a smaller, you know, we love JSX. I can't wait to, to take it to San Francisco. I love that idea, but we need something bigger. You know, we need something for the mass, much like this podcast. We're for a large audience, you know, and I, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to be competing with Delta and American and United and, and some of these big dogs because I think that there is kind of a hole in the marketplace i think we've once again yeah. at how long gone identified a gaping hole in the marketplace and chris air mm-hmm. <laughs> is ready to take flight that gape yeah so yeah and we don't want to discriminate and alienate lesser thans all we want to do is show them an example of how it could be exactly if with just a few little tweaks we could all be doing better be better no i i i think this is i think this is necessary and nice and i think this could be not only a money-making venture for us, but I also think a a kind of a statement politically, Jason. You know, and, and we're living in a divisive society. These rednecks they don't have a they don't have a t- they don't have a tough time telling us to fuck off. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling them to fuck off by creating something nicer that they can't afford, but they also don't want to afford. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the beauty the beauty of this whole. We're thing. gonna have our Evian mist in first class. Oh yeah, and they're gonna be what is what's in that? It's just water. <laughs> it's just water. And they're like, that's dumb. And you're like but you want it, don't you? And they're like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, them jeans, I want it back. Exactly. And of course, all music on the on the flights pre and post is curated by DJ Them Jeans. And I will say that if 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 
weight will allow it, we could have a piano player in first class. <laughs> kind of like all these hot <laughs> hot bars in New York. You know what I mean? We could just add a piano player, kind of playing <laughs> some standards up there before boarding. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could wheel it off before we take off. Oh, you yeah. know, I don't know how that works. Yeah, for for our for our Chris Black blue eye flights, uh, anything that leaves wheels up pre six AM I bet you that piano player is just playing a nice whisper quiet version of Coldplay's Yellow. You know, it's going to be, and I think that's what we're going to do actually as well. This is another great idea is that the Blue Eye flights, which Jason has kindly branded for me, the Chris Black Blue Eye (laughs) is a pre 6 a.m. wheels up. We're going to make those cheap like red eyes. Red eyes are going to be double the price of the Blue Eye. It's the carrot dangling. You know, you you want a nice affordable flight as an entrepreneur, but you aren't allowed to board your Blue Eye unless you can prove that you have done a workout that day. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, unfortunately, you will have to have an Apple Watch to kind of do that, and that's kind of something <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work through with the, with the marketing team. Um, but also no seat belts um, on, this, on this plane because we all know that's fake. Like, we all know no that's fake. Belts. If this plane is crashing, that little bitch seatbelt is not going to save anybody's life. So let's just forget it. Yeah. You know, let's just forget it. When they dug up the rubble over at the Pentagon on Flight 93, what do you think they found? A yeah. bunch of people? They didn't find shit. They didn't find shit. And if you think that, you know, if you, th- if you think that you're going to sit in the exit row and get a speech, you're not. We're going to just let you sit there. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I ain't going to tell you. You're going to have to verbally confirm anything to me. I don't give two shits what you can do or can't do. Do you know how to open a door? All right. You're hired. Let's do it. Because, look, no one cares about their fellow passengers. Let's make it very clear. Airlines are the final frontier. It's a battle royale of selfishness. Everyone is out for themselves. They want to get to the place they're going as fast as possible with the least amount of resistance as possible. And if the plane's going down, I'm calling my loved one Mm -hmm. or trying to have intercourse. I am not (laughs) trying to save a life. Of the guy in the fucking Cardinals jersey next to me. That's my whole point. This has given me a, an idea. Speaking of the Cardinals, and you know, we we started Chris Air as a way to sort of move away from the sports types, but I think it would be a nice little uh, twist on on that where we create a sports style penalty box for people. If you if you have violated any of our terms of service, oh. you will be placed in sort of a clear silent lucite cage okay. kind of you know Dahmer style silence of the lambs kind of vibe where the entire plane can you know on the channel on the tv section you can get a feed of it you can ask him questions you can hit a button and it throws him a treat like the little doggy things that's a good idea this is a and, good idea. you know the, so if the guy you know if you've wet yourself or something like that because you had too many bloodies or whatever mm-hmm. or too many hashtag day beers <laughs> at terminal four you're in the tank and uh, you're being publicly berated. You know, it's like a digital tar and feathering, if you will. Yeah, that's a this is a great idea because I think also even just taking away the entertainment is is such a such a low blow <laughs> to people. Like if, if I put a lucite cage over your seat and your TV stop, we're taking away screen time. If we take away, bro, if you take away screen, children. When it comes to screen time, just children and adults are the same. Like you see, look, we've all seen a guy. We've all seen the guy board a plane with nothing. <laughs> the guy that sits down, he's got nothing. He's got no headphones, no bag. He, I may, he might not even have a phone, honestly. And he just sits and stares at the seat in front of him. And this is this is usually a guy that's traveling for some sort of like construction work or he something. Might read the back of the barf bag. Yeah, he, he yeah. never the thought the thought of bringing any type of entertainment. You know, a book, a magazine, let alone a TV or a computer or, or any work to it, it never crossed his mind. 
Just more than happy to sit there in pure silence. They, it gives a serial killer energy, of course, but I think it might be someone... Mm-hmm. They are a threat to the vibe. Yeah, but they also feel elevated. They also feel like, wow, I don't need your little bullshit. I don't need your bad sh- shows. Okay, if if you're one of those people that comes on with nothing, then the same way where we have to verify that you've done a workout that day in order to get a discount on the Blue Eye Flight, we, you have to verify somehow that you are some type of like Wim Hof yeah, or yes. like weird, yeah. you know, like that. There's a reason why you're being so zen and calm and quiet. If you can, if you can hold your breath on the entire flight from <laughs> uh, Los Angeles to San Francisco, I'll, you know what? I'll give you the ticket for free. <laughs> and that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. And I don't want you to die trying, but there are people that practice this stuff. You know what I mean? So they probably, yeah. they're going to know if they can do it. I'm doing Vegas to Albuquerque, China. Accepted. Let's give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? Chris Air coming twenty twenty five. But you mm-hmm. you had a big day in Beverly Hills yesterday, which I just need to hear about just to whet my whistle as I return to L A. I'm missing mm-hmm. the glamour, um, and by glamour I mean guys on scooters stealing your purse but let's hear what you saw yeah i mean within five minutes my automar had been taken at lunch and that was tough i i read about it on the news but i didn't think it could ever happen to me but yeah it will happen to you <laughs> no we went we went over to go browse some some wedding bands mm-hmm. over at cartier and so who's oh so 21 pilots i know is number one for you guys but is there other <laughs> i'm i'm sorry imagine dragons is in a but we're looking at some other options yeah i gotta i gotta say the experience between cartier and and tiffany cartier was much better i mean tiffany is turned into streetwear unfortunately so that is part of the issue yeah the we're... vibe was weird the vibe was uh, tiffany like the only person that was sort of like a normal human being was the security guard who was like in charge of making sure you know like the security guards in beverly hills are are more on alert than the ones working at you know homeboy industries downtown or whatever like the the vibe is kind of tense over there in a weekend Every every single store has like serious security. Shopping is hell now. It's just it's just like there's security, there's lines. We went over to we went to a watch store that that, that did like Patex and run Rolexes and the display cases were just all empty. Yeah. They're like if you want something you have to like get it from the back. Like we wouldn't fucking put a watch out. Are you crazy? It's it's like travel. It's just like is this worth it anymore? I mean like obviously there's great store experiences, but all those stores, all the designer stores, like even at the mall in Atlanta, it's like they just make people wait in line. And when you walk in, mm-hmm. like I went into Prada, I walk into Prada and they assign me like a salesperson who follows me around while I'm browsing. <laughs> like, bro, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm just <laughs> it, like, like, what is it? Like, do I, I mean, I guess they have to do that with everyone because anybody could be a thief. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so your, your experience wasn't great, but did you at least get to have a bite, you know, and check out the neighborhood? Yeah, luckily, luckily right next door. To Cartier, or I guess right around the corner was was the Erewhon location, which was sort of, I mean, we've been to Erewhon a zillion times, multiple locations across the Southland. I mean, I knew I was in Beverly Hills, but it felt different once you walk inside of Erewhon. Like, it felt confusing to the mind to be inside of a supermarket mm. while on Rodeo Drive, if that makes any sense. Like, it yeah. felt yeah, yeah. like purgatory in a good way, like heaven purgatory. Like, a, like if there was a cross between heaven and Beverly Hills... Not to steal something from our Cocteau twins, but it almost felt like there were no price tags listed. Like there was an illusion in my mind that there were no price tags on the shelves because because I like that it would be ridiculous to do it. It's like if you put a price tag, like when you go to a restaurant, you get a toothpick when you leave. It would be like if that came at a cost, but the cost was so nominal. You know, we won't even bother listing it. it was, 
it almost felt like I could just fill my cart with whatever I want and walk out the door. This sounds... And a nice person wearing a Drew hoodie will say goodbye. <laughs> is it the same? <laughs> Shout out to Drew House and the whole clan over there. Crowd-wise, is it... It's, it's, a similar, it's a similar demographic, but, you know, it comes with that special brand of, of Beverly Hills douche that you can't get anywhere else. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, a guy who has, you know... 3700 in his bank account but he's wearing a mclaren of beverly hills hat <laughs> on an acer laptop you know and like that is special he'll be wearing the balenciaga green shoes from like five years ago and there's he's still kind of keeping him clean vibe you know how would you rate the hot bar compared to the other locations uh, it, the food tasted better in the hot bar i will say that but there there were Damn. a few curveballs going on that were odd like one of the items was just a fully dressed hot dog. <laughs> so, so you have the hot bar. It's You're like saying, here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> hold on, so, bro. <laughs> so you go and like here's our cold items. You know your salads with kale and barley and avocado and your Asian chicken salad and you know all of those ones. Sesame noodles. That's my section. And then you go to the hot bar. Here's our keto pork crumbles. Yeah, mac and cheese is you know eggplant parm whatever. And then they had just in between like the orange chicken and the whatever grilled something was just fully dressed hot dogs covered in grilled onions, cheese, ketchup, mustard, (laughs) sitting on a bed of vertically cut jalapenos lengthwise and then shredded lettuce underneath it bro what the hell you know these these this hot dog has essentially been sitting here you know maybe four hours okay that i don't know much i don't know and i don't know who who would ever buy a hot dog from beverly hills era i I was gonna say well look i i don't i don't know anything about hot dogs obviously and i i don't like them i think you can kind of do the math on what a hot dog is and does though no of course of course but but i'm saying my hot dog knowledge is is not on your level but Mm -hmm. when i'm talking about hot dogs i thought part of the idea (laughs) of the hot dog is that there's a lot of arguments around what is allowed to be on them condiment wise Mm -hmm. you know what is the for the real heads in Chicago versus XYZ, whatever. Exactly. And everyone is very particular about how they like their wiener dressed. It's That's you know, what I'm saying. With, with or without, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that's that was a big factor that I took in, into account with this situation as well. You know, what if you want one of those dogs, but you're, you know, you're allergic to onions. Tough, tough titties. This would never happen at Costco where they just hand you a... You know, a rolled up, rolled up piece of foil, and you're on your own. But that seems like that seems like the issue is that something like a hot dog uh, and its uh, accoutrement mm-hmm. should not be available at a place like Erwan because they clearly don't know how to do it. It's yeah, it's it's like getting carne asada tacos at at the Kentucky Derby. It's just like let's, let's just not do this, guys. What what did what else was was there another offend was there other offending items or was that the only thing that jumped out at you? That was the biggest jump out. I mean, they had they had full cheeseburgers as well just kind of sitting out which i think i may have seen at at erewhon before but i mean the other the main things i noticed was the outdoor dining vibe there was was much better than than any other erewhon for sure because it was sort of it was like an indoor outdoor like enclosed area it wasn't just like right Mm. on the sidewalk there was like some dividers going on so you had some separation from the street but you still had a but it was still on on Rodeo Drive so you get to you know you're you're al fresco dining on Rodeo Drive for 20 bucks for pennies on the dollar compared to a normal meal well is there was there kind of a special area to hang your astro world hoodie or is that <laughs> something that you had to kind of hold on to while you ate was there like a coat closet I, I i was looking around for one there was a few teens around who had some 
some JW Anderson dog kickers on and they were looking around for the the hundred slash babe coat check and I think they were confused as well. Maybe because it was a weekend, the guy was off or something. I this sounds because I haven't been to that location yet, and I'm I'm worried, Jason, that even though I'm only going to spend a few short days back in the motherland, that I'm going to OD on all my favorites. You know, because I'm so excited to hit Shintaro, to hit Erwan. You know, I I need this stuff to see Hunter. Like I'm 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 I feel like a little kid going into Toys R Us, and my parents said, "Pick out whatever you want." So you're gonna you're gonna see just how many spicy tuna crispy rices one person can consume. Yeah, like I'm I'm willing to I'm gonna be pushing myself to the damn limit. Um, and I mm-hmm. I just can't wait. As I like I said, as I come to you from a quaint bed and breakfast in Delaware. <laughs> Hat in hand. We don't have a car, so luckily I, I went and um <laughs> I went and I I played tennis this morning with Noah Johnson. Uh, it was really fun actually. It's like beautiful fall, but I had to. He has a car here because he lives upstate and has a car. And him and his wife were like, "Yeah, we'll give you a ride back to the hotel." And I have to. I had to humbly ask him to stop at a gas station so I could get water because I'm stranded in the deep Delaware woods with no automobile. <laughs> and it's just, you know, that doesn't sit well with me. So basically what I'm saying to you is getting back to the X five and a valet park at Erewhon mm-hmm. is, is truly going to feel, um, I hope like Oxycontin. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Closest thing too. So yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've been on, you've, you've been edging your, your charmed life. You know, you've, you sort of seem like you're living on that, wilderness show alone where it's just you and a gopro strapped to your head and you're trying to figure out yeah. where to buy water in delaware yeah. just so you can you know survive through the through the night i mean you poor son of a bitch and this sucks because you're at a you're at a who's who fashion wedding mm-hmm. but still you're finding a way to to rough it chris black style uh, that's what we demand from you. The wedding is a who. I have to say the the guest list is. I mean, it's something else. And last night was in a barn, a beautiful barn. Uh, and it was uh, a lot of people went a little more. Um, you know, it said like casual. You know, light cowboy theme. <laughs> you know, casual light cowboy theme. I'm sure Demna killed it. And I was like, okay, but then Caitlin Phillips showed up in full like denim regal, looking great. Jake Gallagher had a denim shirt on with his his uh, Tom Brown suit. You know, other people were kind of, and I, I just had a, shirt with you know, a Tom Brown suit. Okay, shirt and tie. I just had a shirt, shirt and tie on, you know, and I was feeling a little bit like country. Chris should have kind of stayed engaged. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to be needed again. So it sounds like there were a more, this was giving a little more denim tuxedo than an actual cowboy. I mean, I guess we are in Delaware after all. And not yeah, but it was, but it was like on a, it was Texarkana. in a barn. It was in a barn that was like attached to a beautiful like. Yeah, but where's the barn? The barn's not in Arkansas, you know? No, that's true. That's true. But yeah, Rachel looked amazing. Um, but yeah, it was, um, there was a pulled pork, I think was the, was the highlight of the meal that had been in a giant smoker outside. So I think that also led to kind of the theme, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the wedding, the wedding's today on Sunday, so it's like I, I'm, um, which I, I kind of like a little. bit. I think bit. that's pretty normal-ish, right? I feel like most weddings, it's like you get there on Friday, you do your thing. Saturday is the wedding. Sunday you have like a hungover brunch, and then you leave. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> <laughs> if you but, guys saw me last night on the dance floor, you didn't. But yeah, I'm, I can give a full. I can give a full fashion report on the next episode. But Hari is here. She was wearing some uh, not not released Batshiva, of course. Uh, with with a, a beautiful had like a tie thing on it. Sam McKinnis is here. He was looking mm. Connecticut prep as always. It's been a. It's it's honestly been a great look fest mm-hmm. uh willa bit willa bennett was wearing a tie and she did say that she wanted to confront me about hating women 
And I said, I don't hate, I don't hate women. We just wanted to ask you questions about the fucking union, and you didn't like that, so fuck off. <laughs> but I did say, I did tell her that we're going to give her two years, and then she's going to return for a battle royale with me and TJ, and she agreed to those terms, which is exciting. Oh, great! I mean, as long as she's not working for a, a corporate overlord at that time, and, and yeah, has that's to keep true. Her that's tongue tied. She, she had a lot of questions about my relationship with her dad, you know, and like how I know him. Mm-hmm. I gave her those answers, and I think she was just kind of like. Oh, you're just a lot older than I thought you were. You know, it was kind of the vibe. Was kind of the vibe I was getting, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's rude. Kind of right. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of true. The reason I know your dad is that I'm just a lot older uh, than you thought I was. So a lot a lot of ground was covered uh, last night in that in that beautiful barn. And then there were, you know, there was a nice finisher, uh, s'mores. Do it yourself. That's the only time I like putting a marshmallow in my mouth. Normally, I'm I don't I don't love a marshmallow. I don't either. Obviously, he's a vegan. You know, those horse. I think that's horse bones, right? Yeah, there's gelatin in there, and those were probably captured, seized from those hooves in a in a very uncivilized manner. Of course, but yeah, it was a. So I'm prepping. So today I I played tennis. Now I'm podcasting, and then it's basically like got to put on my old my old Drake suit. Then you're going to be on your little suit there. and tie shit. Yeah, I'm going to be on my little suit and tie shit back out there on the Grizzly while Jason has another beautiful day in California with no responsibilities. Oh, I will be editing this episode all day. Yeah, but I feel like while you uh, check out some Luke's, <laughs> <I've-> <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, editing this podcast all day while you do some hashtag thirty five millimetering, and then uh, you know. Maybe having a glass of tea later. I have the hashtag 120 with me as well. I'm deciding because the wedding's at four, so it'll be daylight still. I'm wondering if I should bring out the the 120 and really stunt on these hoes, but it's you know it doesn't really fit in my pocket, you know. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Which is which is unfortunate. But did you? So are you having? You're not forced to do some activities today. You're just going to have a TJ afternoon and then edit this podcast. Oh no, I'll be doing some activities that I don't want to. Probably <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. It's a day that ends in a Y. All we do is is activities we don't want to do. Don't don't fucking worry about that. You no, know, there'll be some there'll be some chores and errands to be run that yeah you know don't really involve me. But these are the things that we do for love. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it's nice to have a driver, though. You know, um, I'm the driver. I'm the driver. <laughs> I'm saying it's nice to be driven. Is kind of my my point. Mm, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That does sound nice. I mean, I I hate being driven. I can't do it unless a, a badass is driving. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. You kind of yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. You usually like to take the wheel, real man in control type beat. I'm a control freak in the bedroom in the driver's seat. What moves you? Hashtag Virgo. It's a Virgo thing. Y'all wouldn't get it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> god damn it. It's a Virgo thing. Y'all broke hoes wouldn't get it. Yeah. So um. Oh, also really quick before I forget, for our live shows, we're gonna be doing some. Uh, giveaways from our friends over at soft services we will have our buffing bar that we love so much i believe in a pumpkin spice flavor which uh, which new spice which should be out in Hashtag a few days it's, it's not out yet yeah heads ain't got these yet but if you come to one of our shows any one of our shows la and new york you will have like a very cool little gift bag with some products from them. So that's just a little added bonus value for you guys for free. I'm getting ready for these. I'm getting ready for these motherfucking shows, Jason. I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm ready to touch the I'm, stage. I'm excited. I'm excited to do these shows. I'm excited to work the cobwebs out mm-hmm. on my new hour. Um, I'm glad <laughs> that our first show is at the Troubadour. It was crazy because I was driving past the Troubadour yesterday uh, after I was leaving BH. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have our name. I mean, hopefully 
we're going to have our name on the classic Troubadour marquee sign, which is, you know, it's a legendary thing. Yeah, it is legendary. You know what else is legendary is these venues trying to get out of giving you water. You know what I mean? What the fuck? <laughs> we're getting emails from these guys like, we can give you a hundred bucks or, and you can bring your own water, you know? And I'm just like, dude, are we? I know touring's bad for people, but like... The idea of showing up at a venue and having to bring your own water, which obviously I prefer because they're going to get the shitty brand anyway. I get it, but like, well, we yeah, we could use their water, but we would have to buy it from them, and it would be Aquafina or whatever. You know, I mean, I just at a certain point, it's like, guys, like, what are we doing? We're not asking for fucking. Am I playing a show at your venue, or am I getting on a Southwest flight? Yeah, like, am I? I mean, do you just want to? Do you also want me to do this for free, and you guys just kind of keep all the money? Is that the vibe? Oh, you guys wanted to park your car? Oh. They're definitely going to try to charge us for parking, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's $10 each for parking. Yeah, no. Oh, it's not a bus. It's just a car. No, I mean, I, I guess this is what we're at. I mean, all, all I hear about all day is how no one can go on tour. So I guess this is where we're at, like the, the, reality, the reality of it. I mean, I, I saw somebody cancel a tour. Somebody sent me this, a DM, and it was like a, an artist I'd never heard of, and they were canceling their tour like – the spirits have told me I needed a break for a while and that time has come. <laughs> I have to cancel my North American. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can't, you gotta lie. You gotta lie. I would rather you, I would rather you do the crybaby, like I can't make any money thing or I'm dying of COVID before I'd want you to say, that like the the nature told me it was time for me to kind of take it easy. My my shaman, I did I I did an ayahuasca ceremony this weekend, and the spirits came to me and said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. "Let's get Polestar on the horn. <laughs> we gotta call this call CAA because this thing ain't, ain't, ain't we're call it off. Call Alan over at WME. We're gonna have to redo this thing. I was reading something this so there's this trend I'm noticing, and I, as somebody I feel like I saw somebody write about it, but I can't remember who, where there's like. A lot of these newsletters that are quite popular that, that people even pay for mm. um, now post these links that are like three weeks old. And it's like, <laughs> that's not really what like I'm not like the whole point of information is for it to be consumed quickly kind of to me like this stuff is like a lot of it's trend based. Like I need to see it the day it comes out or the day after. If you show it to me three weeks later, I've either already seen it. and I'm like, why the fuck would you send me this? Or I'm like, this is the, the you know, this is old news, whatever. But. Mm -hmm. One of those newsletters I was reading this morning, the the guy was sent basically saying that we should be embracing Halloween more than ever <laughs> because it's a holiday that's celebrated outdoors where you wear masks, and that is what we should be doing right now because we're going to be seeing a COVID surge this fall for the holidays. So I think I think he's implying that basically don't go home for Thanksgiving because you have relatives that are older. Don't go home for Christmas. Just celebrate Halloween as an adult with a mask on outdoors while you get candy. The same um, the same type of person who would write something like this is also the same type of person who is des desperately trying to find any way or reason to justify being an adult trick or treater is what it feels like to me. <laughs> that has to be. It sounds like because because it's not like Halloween in general. He's only talking specifically about the act of trick or treating. When I DJ at the Soho House Halloween party, COVID will be spread. Yes. Like some uh, Meredith Dairy. <laughs> it's a delicious goat's cheese. Um, no, but, but yeah, I, this sounds like this is just a pussy who wants to trick or treat. No, I mean, I think so. I, I just am like, this is such a strange, like, like I'm, cause I'm getting like trending. I look at my trending topics on Twitter and it's the same. It's like, oh, no. Oh, specialists are saying we're going to see a surge. 
it's winter we're all going inside again and it's like what do we yeah bro like whatever dude that doesn't nothing (laughs) like whatever truly whatever like that's yes we understand the facts of life we understand that when winter comes people get the flu that's kind of what happens but the the thought of encouraging adults to participate in halloween because it's a safe holiday (laughs) we all know that halloween is one of the lowest ranking holidays Mm -hmm. it goes christmas thanksgiving i would say july 4th above halloween yeah once once you hit puberty halloween should pretty much mean nothing to you one once once you prioritize getting some dick or vagina (laughs) over candy well i don't know if i'm there yet but i know what you mean (laughs) when you stop dreaming about almond joys and you start dreaming about some cool tits that's when halloween's (laughs) done but i just think that it's it's just like the idea of of halloween as a thing to participate in because it's safe is so deeply uncool that i couldn't believe that that was like a line of thinking i mean going outside of the box i applaud the uh i applaud the imagination i will say yeah yeah no it does it does take a lot of imagination like a childlike wonder Mm -hmm. much like halloween (laughs) but i i don't know if if um i I don't know if if anybody's gonna subscribe to this or not but the fear-mongering has started again so maybe adults are gonna put on their little sexy masks and and kind of hit the streets. Who knows? I guess what what's a what's a popular mask? I mean, do pe- people don't even wear masks for Halloween anymore. That's what I thought. The last time I got terribly sick was from wearing a mask during Halloween. And I bet it was. I bet it was. Was it an N95? I didn't want to ask, but it seems like it might <laughs> it was, have. Been. It was far from an N95. <laughs> it was like you know, like when you go to Party City and you get one of those rubber masks with eye holes and a mouth hole. You know, all you do is just sweat like a bastard in there. And I w- literally, uh, the last time I wore one of those masks, I got sick. I could feel myself getting a cold over the course of 15 minutes. I was like, well, I'm sick now. That's it. I mean, it's it's just it's a terrible holiday and we need to get rid of it. And any anything that encourages it is bad is my thing. And there's a new Rob Zombie movie, I guess. It's very scary. I keep <laughs> seeing some things about it as well. <laughs> and if you see that and you're over the age of 21, you know, that's also some priorities <laughs> need to be rethought. I believe Look, Jason. if Dragula comes on the radio, I won't turn the dial, but okay. we don't need to make it a lifestyle guy. Okay, okay good. Good to know. <laughs> oh, I mean... <laughs> I don't even think I didn't think kids were allowed to trick or treat anymore because it's like they might get shot or fentanyl in their skittles. Yeah, I, I think most most trick or treating is is definitely being frowned upon. I think uh, our our nation's leaders would like it more, and it would be a better idea if they just kind of did that at the mall. Yeah, yeah. You know, any any place, any, any safe Caruso property, it's just better to do that. And and now trick or treating happens at like three fifteen p.m. If I ever had a kid, I wouldn't want them to go outside. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, that's the problem. Yeah, you're you're definitely a helicopter parent waiting mm-hmm. to happen. <laughs> definitely, you're you're part of the problem as always, Jason. But I make it look good. But I do think Halloween. It feels like I've I've seen because this this guy says this too, but I see it too. The amount of decorations through the roof. More decorations I've ever seen in on houses in my entire adult life. You know, since since we're all like nobody does anything anymore and nobody goes out and socializes and nobody goes to like a Halloween party because everyone is either Netflix pilled or afraid of getting COVID or you just forgot to socialize and, and go out anymore. You just dump all of your, you know, expendable income into buying giant skeletons at home depot i can't wait decorating your lawn i can't wait to spend a cool 150 on a fucking three foot uh, three-story minion (laughs) that i can blow up that's wearing a fucking jack-o'-lantern costume 
I just don't. I mean, I guess kids like that. I guess you're. I guess if you're a parent, you have to do that. Well, that's the problem. Is none of it is for kids anymore. All all the houses in my neighborhood, it's all adults doing it for adults, and it's all like like competitive. I'm 45 years old, but I'm still like really into Nightmare Before Christmas, and that's kind of like what I got holding on to. You know, like how we hold on to hardcore music still, mm-hmm. like. They do that with cartoon from kids. We all we all choose trash to hang on to. I would rather hang on to hardcore. Obviously, we deem that cooler, but I guess Halloween to some is cooler. The only thing that we do for fun, it's like, hey, what do you guys want to do today? Like, let's go to store and buy soul thingy. <laughs> let's go to store. And that's another thing I want to point out. If you plan to wear a costume to How Long Gone Live on October the 28th, you will be refused entry. Um, and there are no refunds at the door. So just go ahead and take that into consideration now when you're planning. Don't say we didn't warn you. Planning your outfit. If you if you think you're going to be slick and come in as, you know, fucking a skeleton or, you know, Ira Glass or whatever, you will be turned away. <laughs> Ira Glass. Unfortunately, I, I will probably be dressed like Ira Glass. Last, last night I was talking talking to my fiance and she was asking, she asked me like, hey, like how does how does someone or why does somebody get shadow banned on instagram and i was like oh that's like i mean i kind of know but yeah and and i was and then i was thinking about like you know as our lives become more and more involved on social media you know is what what exactly would be the difference between shadow banning someone and and shadow canceling somebody in real life i don't understand shadow banning and or have we been shadow canceled ever i don't i mean no i think i think it just means like if you don't like something you stop participating in it i think shadow banning the idea (laughs) i think the idea or the the way people think about it is that a giant corporate overlord has decided that your content is either not performing or doesn't fall into their you know categorization or you've been reported or whatever that's what i think that actually like if you're Kanye West and you've posted too many things that are offensive, they'll probably shadow ban you first so the less people see it and then eventually just get rid of you completely because it's too much. But you, you're you're close, so we're just going to partially do it and give you a little warning slap on the wrist. Well, and, but I don't think, but the thing is, you don't know if you're shadow, you know, they don't tell you that. Sure. You start seeing a, a steep uh, decline in interaction. It, which kind of has like psychological implications. Like, could that end up being more damaging to you? You know, we're not going to say anything, but you just start noticing things. You get paranoid. You get in your head. It might drive you insane. You know, depending on how many followers you have. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. But I mean, I think it's like, look, you either get you either get on reels or you don't, bro. And if you don't get on reels, we're putting you in jail. That's what <laughs> that's what they said, and it, and they walked it back since then. But I think that there were some casualties in the reels war of twenty twenty two. I'm so glad I haven't done it. Wait, maybe I probably have done a reel. God damn it, you've done a, you've done a reel. I did you you <laughs> didn't watch you didn't watch Kanye on Drink Champs, did you? Mm-mm, but I did see a little highlight. It's so lit that Drink Champs had to has to like have a disclaimer now. Like the primary purpose of Drink Champs podcast is to provide a platform for creatives to express their personal views or opinions without restriction or censorship. That's what it says. Yeah, that's that's what it says because he. I mean, he just says oh, they even got Drink Champs. They even got a Drink Champs. So they, I mean, he says all of his wild, dumb shit. But the only, I mean. He, it's actually getting bad, but the only cool thing is that he did say that Drake had sex with Chris Jenner, mm-hmm. which is something that I've been trying to believe for years. And even though Kanye is is uh, maybe not the best source right now, I'm going to choose to believe him and continue. To, and then 
continue to ignore him moving forward because I don't agree with him, nor do I care about his music. Gotta believe. Gotta believe. I did want to pull that little nice tidbit out because I thought that was a fun thing to learn about. Obviously, you wanted to believe that. Obviously, everybody wants to believe that because... Drake really has that type of energy of mm-hmm. guy who wants to have sex with a 68-year-old woman. He's also said things like, you know, I see Chris Jenner, I beep twice and I wave. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's alluding to the fact that we are neighbors and there I could get over there very easily um, on a late <laughs> night tip. He is alluding to a late night tip. What did Kanye say? Because he deleted a thing that said like, you know, Drake is like a real, like a true warrior at, at battle. He's having he's having sex with your baby's mama's mama. Yeah, that's what. So that's what he said. And then they ask him about it, and, and, and they're like, "What did you mean by that?" And he just goes, "Come on, bro, you know what I meant by that." <laughs> <laughs> and like smiles. Um, but I think that the but I want to know more about this Tremendez merch because he's <laughs> he's he's named Tremaine Tremendez, <laughs> but he's worn two different hand drawn Tremendez shirts. <laughs> In the last couple days. <laughs> and it's just like, bro, are you... That means that he has a staff member and he's like, hey, come up with some <laughs> Tremaine cartoons and draw them on t-shirts so I can wear them in public. That is so There's crazy. There's some 23-year-old guy who went to Parsons or RISD and his job <laughs> is like, hey, you, you got... Hey, bro, do you have... Tyler, do you have crayons? All right, let's get a couple <laughs> Gildans. I'm going to put you to work. He's like, yay. So I'm not going to be working at Balenciaga. No, 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 no. We need you to draw. So do you think? Do you think in five years somebody's going to be you know working at Nike and get a portfolio and there's going to be tremendous crayon <laughs> drawings in the in the portfolio from his time at Yeezy Enterprises? <laughs> like when you post on your LinkedIn that you you did a really good Instagram caption that one time. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on LinkedIn. Somebody's like, I wrote this caption that received this much engagement. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I mean, I guess if that's your job, you should be proud of it, and and I'm I'm sure that would help you get a new job i just seemed insane to read to me i just i would i would love to be kanye's assistant and you know sunday you're with the family and you're like hey hate to ping you on a weekend kanye i know i know you're involved in a bitter custody struggle with your with someone named northy but uh Wanted to triple check the spelling on Tremendez. Is it is that with the O U Z or are you doing an A E? I don't know? even know. I don't even. Yeah, but it, so if he has, if if it if it comes out, if a third Tremendez shirt makes an appearance in the press, <laughs> I'm calling that they'll be for sale soon. Tremaine, a friend friend of the show, Kanye, not a friend of the show. Just something about naming somebody Tremendous. Just the word Tremendous. As a derogatory word, it's so powerful. It's so it's so fucking funny. It's so funny, <laughs> but it's also like, what is the like? What is the is the beat like? What must be going on behind the scenes? I know what's going on behind the scenes. A bunch of people are doing some weird shit in order to make even more money. No, no, of course I agree with that. But I'm saying like the idea of me not liking someone so much that I'm like, hey, hey, Jason open photoshop we're making some merch and me being like famous enough to know that if i wear this millions of people will see it and i'm gonna i mean i don't know if it's ruining i think tremaine's doing pretty well for himself i'm sure it's annoying more than anything else but i don't think it's causing (laughs) causing actual harm to his wallet you know what i mean tremaine's doing just fine the way that people will follow kanye west into the fire is something like i've never (laughs) seen before like the shit that he's saying now is is truly like no one who agrees with this like this is just too i mean people that agree with it are like actually people that are 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 problematic like who who truly hates jews and thinks slavery was a choice and and thought that george floyd was on fentanyl 
Like it's so insane. But there are thousands, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of fucking <laughs> definitely white boys that follow will follow him into the fire. And it's just like, what do we like? How did this guy who makes music become your savior? Is truly what is is truly baffling to me. I can kind of understand a little bit of how it gets there because I, the parts about Kanye that I've always liked, which are like he like he he wants to sort of watch the world burn. He has some anarchist tendencies inside of him, and he has a lot of power. And he does interesting, different, sometimes funny, sometimes terrible things with that power. But it's just. It's been entertaining to watch somebody operate in their own lane in a world where nobody else does that. I feel, you know, I don't, I don't feel like he's an actual individual who's, you know, trying to help the world. I, I think that he is probably an evil person at this point now, but it was fun to watch until two weeks ago. But I like Van Morrison. You know, I'm a big Van Morrison guy. Van Morrison is, is like gone off the deep end. You know, what if I was just like, no, no, no. Van Morrison said COVID isn't real. I'm I'm standing with Van on this. <laughs> you would be like, you're fucking insane, dude, because because Van Morrison doesn't make like streetwear, <laughs> so it's like not as relevant. It's all it's like so insane. I mean, obviously his fan base is older or whatever, but like the idea that that there are people that will like defend this and like follow him wherever he goes is like a real testament to the dark power of celebrity mm-hmm. in the world that we live in today. Well, I don't think I, I think the amount of people that are willing to follow him. Wherever he goes has greatly reduced in the last few weeks and is only going downhill. I don't know if he's ever going to really have a redemption moment. Like, you know, when he was saying, like, oh, I'm going to run for president. Like, I don't even think he managed to get enough votes to get on the ballot or whatever. Just like for God or something like that. Like, I don't really see a situation where he actually runs for president and wins in our lifetime unless no, I agree. the world becomes such a uh, an evil dark place that But I was talking I was talking about this this it, morning with Noah. It's like this is where I mean, you know, cuz we're in Pennsylvania, you know, and it's like Dr. Oz is running for Senate, you know, in Georgia. <laughs> in Georgia, you've got Herschel Walker who is is he's li- running for Senate. He literally is a a a Heisman Trophy winning college football player. He didn't even really play in the pros. Like he didn't have some big career. He's running for, you know what I mean? It's like, so this is, mm-hmm. we're moving in that direction where that is who is going Would've to rather had OJ. Who's going to lead this country. You know what I mean? Bro, Idiocracy, that movie was, a, uh, it was actually like a, a documentary, if you ask me. <laughs> what I'm hoping for and holding out for, mm-hmm. which is a very small chance of actually happening, is that Kanye is doing an Andy Kaufman-esque performance art you wish on a grand scale the likes of which we have never seen in my entire life that's what i'm hoping for and holding out for he's doing a bottle of hennessy and a, little, a couple bumps is what he's doing um <laughs> but that is which andy coffin was also doing but he was doing uh something different with the energy that that creates um all right well look how long gone um an, another blessed podcast in the can um coming to you live from delaware congratulations to to rachel and lloyd i can't wait to celebrate you tonight congratulations to dj them jeans for getting all of his chores done this weekend um we will see you at the troubadour i do it all by myself there's still a few tickets left for the show uh with john early at uh the lodge room in highland park after party with our man fred at burger lords with music by dj them jeans as well as some past hors d'oeuvres vegan of course and also shout out to uh lo-fi aperitifs let's go they're gonna we're gonna have some canned uh canned spritzes 
complimentary as well at the Burger Lords thing. Probably just one. Make sure we uh, buy some affordable bottles as well. <laughs> Come out and smoke some cigs with us. Yeah, and that's. Let's have fun. I think that's. I think fun. that's it. We're back with some guests, more hijinks, uh, and um, yeah, I think we got we got Chapo back on the pod now. Yeah, Chapo, Chapo's coming on as as planned, and we have we have another guest. Let me just look quickly at the calendar, Jason. I just want to see. I'm not going to give anything away, but I just like to know. Just to see, just to know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, a, mu- a musician we're both quite into uh, that I believe you might even know on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's look. That's it. How long gone? Lots of news. Lots of merch. Lots of shows. Lots of podcasts. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. In and out every week. Pause. Uh, I, Jason. I will. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for doing this podcast with me. It means a lot. Mm, you got it, brother. Au revoir. Have a great wedding. Send send over some looks, please. Thank you. I need a miracle, please. Okay. <laughs>